Hello, welcome to the Cowboy Show, hosted by Ben Carey and Nick Granarad, combining expert human opinions with cutting-edge simulation models to help you arrive at the best picks each week. Inside, Inside Edge, Edge Community, community. Five, 5, 4, four 3, three two, 2, 1. one. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to today's stream. We've got uh, Sunday baseball action. I said yesterday was Sunday when it was Saturday. Had to had to stop and double check, make sure I was actually saying the right day of the week. But it is in fact Sunday. Uh, we've got morning baseball. I uh, got a game starting in right now between the uh, between the Cardinals and the Pirates. Uh, so not gonna be talking about that. Uh, we're gonna be talking about a bunch of other baseball games today, and I'm I'm excited. Uh, it was a it was a pretty good day for the stream yesterday. Some might say uh, we had Ben uh, was on. We're joined by Peter, aka Sheffield Shuffler. Big shout out to Peter uh, making his stream debut yesterday. Uh, and between the three of us, and between you guys in chat, we did a phenomenal job. Might I add, uh, it was a seventeen and three day yesterday uh so hoping to repeat that again today uh, obviously just me today just me and you chat uh so so not 20 picks on the stream today but there will be 10 uh so let's uh let's go maybe not 10 and 0 but let's go uh let's go seven and three let's go eight and two today i'm feeling it it's gonna be a good day of baseball uh so hopefully everyone is having a wonderful morning uh what's up zach what's up ace uh, with some pinpoint, what's up, Johnny? It says ad. So there are pre-roll ads uh, that you get as soon as you load up the stream. Uh, if you're not subscribed, that is something that is completely out of our control. Uh, something that, something that, uh, that that Twitch runs on every affiliated and partnered stream. You will never get any mid-roll ads, aka ads that pop up in the middle of the stream as you're watching it and as you've already gotten through the pre-rolls. Uh, never going to get those on this stream. Uh, what's up, Picks from the Six? First time chat. Welcome to the stream. Thanks for checking us out. Uh, what's up, Big Jerm? What's up, Jay Wells? What's up, Trent's mom? Hello? What's up, Pull Up With a Stick? What's up, Sammy? What's up, Cody? What's up, Seagave? What's up, Budman? Hope everyone is having a great day. And let's, yeah. Happy Sunday. Great day to make some money. It is a great day to acquire some rosemary focaccia. We're going to get this, Brett. Uh, I see Ace. Uh, <laughs> Ace going to be at the Yankees game today, at the doubleheader. That's going to be a good time. Uh, and it's like the perfect time uh, for those for those games. I think the, uh, the last game between the Yankees and the White Sox is the nightcap. So it's going to be uh, it's going to be a good afternoon into a good night. And yeah, the Yankees. I mean, for sure in game one with Tyone against uh, against Johnny Cueto. Who knows what Johnny Cueto is going to be? Uh, definitely looking good there. Uh, Kopech is going to be Kopech is going to be fun to watch if nothing else. Uh, don't know about the Yankees in that one as much uh, as in the first one, but uh, should be a good day no matter what. And yeah, <laughs> Sam needs to be saying a "what up" pull up with a stick. Yeah, that's uh, only only on the internet. Will you like? Will you say something like that with a very uh, like happy tone of voice? It's uh, it's only only on Twitch, only on the internet. Uh, what's up, everyone else? Hope hope we're all having a good day. What's up, Steve? Steve stream. I've seen I've seen you in the Twitch chat, and I've seen uh, I've seen some clips of you gambling. With uh, with some of the people that we know, so thanks for uh, thanks for checking the stream. I hope you're having a great day as well. All right, uh, so enough of that. Let's go ahead and hop in and talk about some baseball. Uh, so how the stream works for anybody who is new to the stream, uh, we've got five categories that you can see on the left hand side of the screen. Uh, for each of the first four categories, I've picked out a game that fits into that category. It's four games that are interesting for four different reasons, not necessarily uh, our actual favorite bets of the day, 
or I guess I should say my favorite bets of the day because it's just me today. Uh, but more so, just four, four of the more interesting games on the slate that you should tune into that you're probably going to be watching anyways. Uh, for each of these games, I will have my lean, and uh, you guys, as the chat, will be able to vote collectively on your leans in those games as well. Uh, for each of these leans, for my leans and for your leans, uh, we're going to be tracking them all with whatever the best number available that we can get is over on Betstamp. Uh, if you want to hook up uh, an account with Betstamp, Type exclamation mark bet stamp in the chat. Use our referral link. Just let them let them know that we sent you. It's an absolutely fantastic uh, line shopping tool, bet tracking app. Absolutely love it. Uh, the last category is the walk off. Uh, this is our actual favorite bets of the day. Uh, so I will have mine. You guys, as the chat, once again, I'll take five of your favorite plays that you type out in the chat. And uh, we will throw them into a pool. See what you guys are on. Uh, so, uh, see, Sammy says, you need to acknowledge that Kayvon Thibodeau is throwing out the first pitch at the Yankees game today. Well, I mean, which game? Is it the first game or the second game? It's probably the first game, considering the fact that it's uh, a, a doubleheader. It'd be kind of weird to have, like, a special guest throwing out the first pitch for the second game of the doubleheader, but not the first one. I, I don't know how much of a difference that makes. I don't, I don't really think that anybody throwing out the first pitch uh, in any game makes any sort of difference. IMO. I'd be interested if anybody has data. I'm not, maybe, well, yeah, he's a, he's a stud. But, like, do they bring up non-studs to throw out first pitches? Like, like here's, here's Johnny from Counting throwing out the first pitch tonight. And the crowd goes mild. And, and the team underperforms. No, it's every, everybody that they bring out to throw out a first pitch is, is a stud at, at whatever they do. And not saying that Johnny from accounting isn't a stud. But, I mean, it's, it's, all, it's always going to be a guy that's going to get the crowd hype. I mean, that's why they bring him out. Yeah, Johnny, Johnny, are you Johnny Bravo from accounting? Throwing out the first pitch for the Yankees tonight? That would be uh, that'd be something. That would be that would be cool as hell to go and throw out the first pitch at a baseball game. Ba ba baseball game. I, I read you say accounting gang. I said a, a baseball gang. That would also be interesting to be a part of a baseball gang. Uh, but no, it is going to be cool to see Kevon Thibodeau. Uh, probably one of his first public appearances in New York. Dude's going to be a stud. That he is. Not disputing that. Uh, all right. So let's go ahead. And get started by hopping in to category number one. Batting practice. As there's a drive in a deep left field by Castellanos, it will be a home run. And so that'll make it a 4-0 ball game. I don't know if I'm going to be putting on this headset again. So category number one is batting practice. Taking a look at a game with a high total. Uh, so we could have looked at the Rockies today, but it's kind of boring to uh, to always use the Rockies every single time we have uh, batting practice category. And there's a couple games today uh, that are not being played in Coors Field that have very high totals. Uh, we've got one that we're going to be talking about a little bit later. Uh, but the one that we're going to be talking about in this category is the game being contested between Logan Gilbert and the Seattle Mariners and Nate Eovaldi. And the Boston Red Sox. Uh, Red Sox are at home in this game, sitting at minus 125, minus 130-ish on the money line, depending on the book total uh, in this game at Fenway, sitting at nine and a half. Uh, so I think the first thing that stands out to me is the wind in this game. So nothing crazy. There's a, there's an 11-mile-an-hour-ish 11, 11 wind blowing out at Fenway, uh, and I think that that's a big reason why this total is is as high as it is, because both of these pitchers have really been throwing the ball well. Uh, also, by the way, chat poll is up. Be sure to go vote. Got to make your voice heard, because it does matter. Uh, so Logan Gilbert started out the year pitching absolutely phenomenal. Uh, he gave up two total runs, or two total earned runs, 
uh, combined in his first five starts. But his last three starts, I mean, his stuff has still been good. Uh, but he's been giving up some more runs. He's given up three, four, and three runs in his last three starts against three pretty good offenses in Tampa, Philly, and Toronto. Uh, but he still he still had his K stuff. I mean, he's got, what, 24 strikeouts in those three starts, averaging eight, eight a pop. Uh, so Gilbert Gilbert's pitching well. He's one of my favorite young pitchers in the league. Dude is an absolute monster. Uh, Eovaldi is is in a little bit of a similar boat as Gilbert. I mean, his uh, his start to the season wasn't quite as good as Gilbert's was. So so his face numbers over the course of the whole season aren't as good as Gilbert's are. Uh, but he's given up some runs in his last couple outings as well. Uh, three, three, and six in his last three outings against Chicago White Sox, against the Braves, and then he got beat up real bad. Uh, by Houston, giving up five home runs in the same inning in his last start uh, against the Strohs. He gave up six total earned runs, nine total runs, got yanked in the second inning. Uh, so I, I'm a, I'm a little confused why this number is as high as it is. So don't get me wrong. Gilbert hasn't been pitching quite as well as as he had been. Uh, Eovaldi got shelled in his last start. But I don't... Th- this season, a nine and a half, I'm not seeing it. I, I'm going to take the under in this game. I like the under. Uh, if I was taking a side, I like, I like the Red Sox. As much as I like Logan Gilbert... As much as I'm all aboard the Logan Gilbert hype train, uh, I think I think that sitting at minus 125, minus 130-ish, the value is definitely on the Sox here. Uh, but the thing I'm going to do is I'm just going to bank on a pitching duel. Uh, I'm going to bank on the wind not being as much of a factor as this line is indicating that it's going to be. Uh, and I'm going to take the under 9.5. Lock that in for myself over on Betstamp. Um, at minus 115. Best number available. Uh, so poll has got about 20 or 30 seconds left. Going to give you guys a chance to finish up. Uh, somebody says, do you guys talk about golf? So I'm not a big golf guy, uh, but you guys in the chat, if you have golf questions, you can ask and just like the rest of the chat can can respond. The The, the chat discussion can definitely be off topic. I don't, I don't really care as long as everyone's being nice and respectful. Uh, but yeah, if you have golf questions, you can ask them in the chat, see what anybody there has to say. Uh, and like Scrunch said, you can also go hop into the Discord. Uh, there is a link to the Capwise Discord that I just threw in the chat. Uh, we have a, have a golf channel, and I think, I think that there's actually people talking golf in there, which is, uh, which is good. Yeah, Pick says, can't believe I didn't go to the Red Sox. Yeah, I was I was really close to going the Red Sox. I, I just I just think that this number's really high. Uh, so for reference, and let me actually go make a couple of these model scores uh, publicly available. So there's the Red Sox game. Uh, we have have the Red Sox winning this by by more than a run. But I, I just can't bring myself to actually fade Logan Gilbert like that. I'm, I'm kind of, I don't, I don't want to directly fade the model there. So I'm kind of just abstaining from having to make a decision on that. Uh, and I'm going to take the under instead. I'm going to, I'm going to trust Logan Gilbert to kind of outperform uh, what the model is saying he's going to do. Uh, so for me, again, it is an under. Nine and a half at minus one fifteen, and the chat likes the Red Sox to take this game. Uh, so Red Sox money line at minus one thirty. Uh, best price available is actually minus one twenty three over on WinBet. Uh, but ten votes for the Sox, nine votes for the over, five votes on the Mariners, three votes on the under. Uh, so we can. Both win this. We're not directly fading each other. Uh, although both you, chat, collectively, and me, uh, we need a good game 
from uh, Eovaldi. We need a nice bounce back performance after he got shelled the way that he did uh, in his last start. Uh, alrighty. So let's go ahead now and hop in to category number two. Field streakers. Fire up in here. It's burning hot. We all fire. Uh, so category number two is field streakers. Taking a look at a team that is in a uh, long winning streak or losing streak. And for the second time in this series, uh, we're talking about the Los Angeles Dodgers, uh, who are on the longest winning streak in baseball, uh, now up to seven games. Uh, so closing out their series against the Phillies, uh, Dodgers with two Fairly convincing wins. Uh, they won game one of the series 4-1. to one. They won game two of the series 7-4. to four. Looking to close it out today. Uh, so lines in this game. Uh, despite the Dodgers being on a uh, seven-game winning streak, they're still only sitting at minus 135 against a below 500 Phillies team, which I think is, is kind of weird. If I, I kind of wish that this game was on Friday so we had Crabs on and we could hear Crabs rant about how sketchy this line is. Because this is a sketchy line. Uh, total in this game. This is another one with a high total. Uh, we're sitting at 9.5 uh, here as well. There is, once again, uh, a wind blowing out in Philly, about 9 miles an hour. But I think that that in and of itself can't explain why this line is so high. Uh, I really I really don't understand that. Also, getting word in the chat that uh, Steven Matz, pitching for the Cardinals in the game that has already started, uh, has been pulled from the game after four pitches. So that's rough. Uh, curious to see what the Cards are going to do. Hope Matz is okay. Uh, so, Dodgers and Phillies. Um, my first instincts, my first thoughts looking at these lines are the Dodgers money line and the under. I, I, ju I just think that with these two pitchers on the mound, I mean, Tony Gonsolin, I feel like is getting very consistently disrespected this year. It, it feels like... Whenever, whenever other guys go for the uh, for the Dodgers, like when when Urias pitches, or or when Bueller pitches, I mean maybe maybe Bueller deserves it a little bit more than Urias, but it but it feels like the line moves like forty or fifty cents, or thirty cents, just swapping in Gonsolin for one of those guys. But Gonsolin has been a stud this year. He's made seven starts, pitched thirty three innings. I mean he's going pretty consistently. At, like after after the couple first starts of the season, it's going pretty consistently five six innings. Uh, he's only given up six earned runs on the season in seven starts. Hasn't given up more than two in a start all year. He's not allowing hits. Walking a couple more guys than he should be probably. That might that might be something that that could come back to haunt him. Uh, and and he's he's striking enough guys out. I mean, is he is he pitching to a one six ERA? type level i mean no i he's he's gonna be a little bit worse than that but but over the course of his whole career i mean he's got a career 262 era in like an entire season's worth of of starts uh over over the last couple of years so i think i think gets pretty consistently disrespected and and with this total sitting at nine and a half i like him to come out and and pitch well enough to send this game under oh shit i didn't start the poll poll is up uh, on on the other side, we've got Zach Eflin going for the Phillies, and and he's one of I think the harder pitchers to handicap in the league because he he has like excellent games and then he has terrible games. He's had four games this year where he's given up two or fewer earned runs only, and in fact, exactly two and only one of those. So three starts at zero or one earned run, two starts given up four or more. So Eflin's kind of all over the place. Uh, and it can be a little bit hard to tell 
like what kind of ethylene you're going to get on a start to start basis. So from that perspective, that could potentially scare me off of the under. Uh, but the thing that I know that I like is I like Gonsolin to pitch well. So I want to take a bet that involves that. So I'm going to take a look uh, at a couple things over on Betstamp. Uh, so best price available uh, is the uh, is, is minus 132 on the money line for the Dodgers. Could also take a look at a Phillies team total under. Uh, that's sitting at four and a half minus 121. And I actually think, hmm, what do I want? Do I want the Phillies team total under? Or do I want the Dodgers money line? I think, I think what I'm going to do is I'm gonna I'm just gonna take the Dodgers here. So looking back at these last two games, uh, it looks like the Dodgers have used some of their better relievers, especially yesterday. Kimbrel Kimbrel's pitched the last two days, so he's probably not gonna go today. Uh, Hudson pitched more than an inning yesterday, so he's not gonna go today. Gratterall pitched two innings yesterday, so he's not gonna go today. It was a bullpen day, bullpen game yesterday for the uh for for the doyers price pitching inning yesterday uh guys like Vasio only threw five pitches yesterday Brewhill threw 10 pitches yesterday those those guys are both going to be good today so i like the i like the Phillies team total under uh, although i do think i'm gonna lock in the dodgers money line just on uh on the off chance that the that there's a little bit of Ooh, actually hold on Gonna audible again. Gonna keep thinking about this out loud. So if I'm trying to avoid Dodgers bullpen, why not look at some first five lines? So we can take a Dodgers first five money line at minus 125. Dodgers first five run line plus 110. We can take a Phillies first five team total under two and a half at minus. 138. I don't I don't like the minus 138 there. You know, you know, yeah, we're we're just gonna go. We're gonna go Dodgers money line. We're gonna keep it simple. At minus 135. That's where I'm that's where I'm headed with this. Although I, I really at the same time I don't think you could go wrong between taking a Dodgers money line, taking the, the Phillies team total under. I think that they're all obviously very highly correlated plays. Uh, and I, th I think that just depending on your thoughts, your opinions on a couple little things, either one of them could be the way to go. And they're both both good bets. Uh, let's see. What's up, Billy? We had a, had a good time last night in a random ass Twitch channel. It was a, an interesting time. Uh, and yeah, Crizzo, cards pitcher, Steven Matz got hurt and pulled after four pitches. Briggs Pick says, I just opened up Twitter and I kid you not, the first tweet is some suggested tweet, a girl from Barstool taking Dodgers first five. I mean, I could be a girl from Barstool. You don't, you don't know that I'm not. I mean, it's the, the the Dodgers has to be a, a very chalky play today, but I'm I'm on board the Gonsolin train, and and I think that the Dodgers bats are are hitting well enough that I uh, that I trust them. So that's where we're going. Uh, and chat is with me here. Uh, so poll finished up again. I started it up late, uh, but we're going with the Dodgers uh, at minus one thirty-five from the chat as well. Fourteen votes there, five votes on the Phillies, five votes on the under, and nobody—not a single person—voted for the over. Suge White unleashing his inner crabs. Thinks Philly wins. 
the line is super fishy. Yeah, it is definitely a sketch line. But I think I think that this is a situation where I'm just I'm not going to look a gift horse in the mouth. I'm going to take the uh what feels like or what what some people might call the trap side. 20% of Twitter users are just Nick alt accounts. I wish I had like an alt Twitch account so I could say like no I'm not. Uh, yeah, that was a You never know, you never know. I I could be I could be everybody on Twitter. There you go. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah, the crabs theory in play. Uh the card's over in that uh Yeah, in that Peacock TV game. Although it's with with Matt's being hurt, just like any handicap that you made on the total in that game is completely gone. With uh with with it now turning into an impromptu bullpen game for the cards. Uh, so, let's go ahead and hop along in to category number three. Broom Boys. The way you swept me off my feet, you know you could have been a broom. So, category number three is Broom Boys. Taking a look at a team going for a sweep. A uh, bunch of different games that we could have talked about here. Uh, but the one that I want to talk about is Game 3 between the San Diego Padres and the San Francisco Giants. Uh, so lines in this game, we've got the Giants uh, at home, favored at minus 140. Padres sitting at plus 120 total, sitting at 7.5. And, and the poll is up, so be sure to go vote. Uh, the Giants in this game are favored, despite having lost each of the first two games in this series. Uh, Joe Musgrove for the Padres yesterday threw a hell of a game. Uh, and they've got Mackenzie Gore on the mound today facing off against Alex Wood. Battle of lefties in this game. Uh, so start talking about Alex Wood on the Giants. Uh, he's He's been pretty consistent this year. It's been consistently mediocre, but consistent. He's he's pitched between 4.1 and 5.1 innings in all seven of his starts this year, uh, and he's given up two or three runs in in more than half of those starts as well. So I think I think saying we're gonna get five innings, two runs from Alex Wood feels like a very safe proposition if there is such a thing in sports betting. Just something something there or close to there is what we're going to get from Alex Woods. So then the question is, do we think that the Giants' bats are going to over or underperform that expectation against Mackenzie Gord? So Mackenzie Gord, highly regarded prospect, debuted earlier this year, and, and he's really been the guy out of all of these pitching prospects who have debuted, who's been able to sustain success. We've seen excellent games, like individual games from guys like Hunter Green, obviously, who was part of that no-hitter uh, that they still lost that actually didn't technically count as a no-hitter. Uh, we've seen excellent games from Brash. We've seen excellent games from Kirby. Um, we've seen we've seen excellent games from, uh, I guess, not really from Lodolo. Lodolo kind of wasn't great. Libertor yesterday wasn't great. Uh, but Gore has been able to sustain success. Uh, he's made six starts now in the bigs. Not going super deep into games. Uh, hasn't made it out of the sixth inning in any of these starts. But he's not walking guys, which is a huge issue that a lot of young pitchers have. Uh, he's not giving up a ton of hits. He's given up less than a hit per inning on average and, and only one home run. Uh, and he's only given up seven uh, earned runs across his six appearances. I guess I guess it's five starts and one relief appearance. Um, but what I think is, I think that Mackenzie Gore is, is going to outpitch Alex Wood here. I really do. Uh, so at plus money, 
give me the Padres. That's that's what I'm going with here. If I'm thinking about a total, uh, I definitely like the under, at least at 7.5. If this is sitting at 7 on your book, I would stay away. I wouldn't take an under or an over at 7. Uh, but I do like uh, the under at least as a lean at 7.5. Uh, so locking in the Padres money line for myself. Over on Betstamp, uh, plus 120, best price available. Uh, I see Formal's third leg, first time chat, four question marks. How are we doing this morning? What are we? What do we have questions about? What are we confused about? Uh, so chat poll got about thirty seconds before it finishes up, and and yeah, I I don't I don't know how you can take. Well, I mean I know how you can take the Giants here, but. I think at minus 140, that price is definitely too steep. With uh, with the way that the Padres have played the first couple games in the series, plus the pitching matchup in this one, uh, I, th I think everything points to the Padres. Uh, all right. So, right as I say that, poll results are in, and chat likes the Giants. Uh, so, 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 anybody who voted for the Giants, I'm curious to hear kind of what your thoughts and reasoning are for that. I mean, I, I, some of it certainly could be a lack of faith in Mackenzie Gore, or at, at least a lack of familiarity with Mackenzie Gore. Because he is he is a pitcher who debuted this year. And and if you're somebody who's not really in touch with, uh, with prospects and not, and hasn't really paid attention to, to what he's done, this year, it, it, it could be easy to see just like a like a like a blind fade of gore for that reason. But this dude is good. Oh, Ben is on the Giants. Fuck Ben. I hate that guy. I don't know. Ben Ben knows what he's doing. I still like the I still like the Butters though. So, uh, so locking in the Giants for the chat. Yeah, can we, can we get a fuck Ben in chat? And, and uh, yeah, so also I understand there's, there's a lot of, like, and you can apply this to the Phillies today, too. Um, it, it, like, you have a, you have a home team who's gone 0 for 2 in the first two games of the series. Closing out the series um, on a on a Sunday, so maybe maybe there's like non just matchup based reasons why uh, why those teams might be more likely to win. Just saying you're gonna avoid the sweep, but for me that doesn't play as much of a of a role in my handicap. I'm sure Ben would disagree with me if he was on the stream today. Yeah, fuck Ben, respectfully. <laughs> I want to take a screenshot of this and send it to Ben. That would be funny. I'll do that after the. I'll do that after the stream. All right. Uh, so, all of that aside. Uh, let's go ahead and move along to the next game. Uh, it's going to be category number four. The Hype Train. Come on, motherfuckers, come on. Release the brainstorm to make your motherfucking brain warm. A strange form, something kind of lyrical. Biggie the bastard, so that's kind of spiritual. Well, in God we trust, guns are fun. So category number four is, once again, The Hype Train. Uh, so there's one player making their major league debut today, and and I'm actually very very interested to see how this game goes. Uh, so we've got a guy who's not typically the type of prospect that we talk about 
with uh, with the hype train. But I'm very intrigued by his his profile as a pitcher. So the guy debuting, uh, his name is Graham Ashcraft. Uh, starting today for the Cincinnati Reds. So note that some books still say it's Connor Overton. Connor Overton is not starting for the Reds today. It is Graham Ashcraft making his Major League debut. Uh, so Ashcraft was a sixth-round pick back in 2019. Uh, he's got excellent stuff. Not a lot of feel for where it's going. So Ashcraft, uh, on, according to Fangraphs, he actually projects as a as a relief pitcher, like a single inning relief pitcher, because he really only throws two pitches. He has a fastball uh, that he throws. It's a pretty good fastball. Uh, sits 94 to 96, tops out at 97. They give it a, a 55 current grade, which is uh, which is a good number. Uh, for anybody who's not familiar with the 20 to 80 scale for, uh, for grading prospects and their tools, uh, a 50 is, is a league average. And then you can think of moving up 10, 10 points from there as being more or less like a standard deviation above or below average. Uh, so Ashcraft, he throws his fastball, uh, and he also throws a pretty, pretty good slider. Uh, that also gets a 50 current grid from Fangraphs. But these are really his only two pitches. Like 97% of the pitches that he threw last year were one of these two pitches. And it's hard to have success as a starter in the big leagues with only two pitches. Uh, that being said, he's still been starting in the minors. So he's stretched out. Uh, and all of the concerns about his... Uh, about his projection are just more so uh, concerns about the way that his delivery will stand up in the long term. They they use a, a saying I've never I've never heard before, but a grip it and rip it. So just going all out uh, a little like for a short amount of time with these pitches, which is, which is something that would project up in a relief role. But I I think he could have a little bit of success uh, at least the first time through the lineup against the Blue Jays. It's it's either going to go really well or really poorly, I should say. I think that there's not a whole lot of in-between for what we're going to see from Overton. And and yeah, Hunter, Hunter Green is... It, honestly, Hunter Green is another guy who could end up in the bullpen. There's, there's a lot of bullpen concerns surrounding Hunter Green and and how how, how he's going to project... Oh, I have Reds. It's yeah, it's plus one hundred five, not plus eleven hundred five. That would be uh, that would be excellent value. And by the way, everybody, go vote uh, on this poll. So I'm very I'm very intrigued to see the way that Ashcraft pitches, but um, at the same time, I I I can't take the Reds here. I'm taking. I'm going to take the Blue Jays on the run line, uh, partially because Ashcraft walks a lot of guys. So I think that the Blue Jays are going to have traffic on the base paths, and I think that that kind of with the uh, the style of pitcher that he is, I think that we're not going to see more than three or four innings. We're going to get a lot of a lot of pitches from this Reds bullpen, and and I kind of trust the Blue Jays at minus one twenty five to stretch. Stretch this lead out down the stretch. Uh, so I'm going to take the Blue Jays on the run line as my player. Uh, and let me go lock that in for myself. Best price available is minus 115. Big Six says, I would say the Reds have a better chance to cover one and a half than a standard four-team parlay. Yeah, probably. I mean, it is the Reds. So you never you, you never know. You can never have too much confidence in them doing anything well. 
so chat poll results are in, and chat likes the Blue Jays as well. So we had 10 votes on the Jays compared to four on the Reds. Uh, six votes on the over. No votes on the under. Also, I might need to go back to doing the polls the way that I used to do them, where I force people to vote on a side and a total, because I don't think that chat has made more than like one pick as a total since I made that change. It's just everybody only votes for, for sides, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. Uh, Sam says, thoughts on the first five under four and a half in the Red Sox game? I I definitely like the under there. I would I would rather take full game for me at least. I I just I have a feeling that that, that like somebody's one of these starters is going to have a bad inning at some point. Like I think we're going we're going to see like a three-run inning against somebody. And and that could make a first five sketch. But yeah, and th there have been early runs uh, pretty consistently in the, in that series. Uh, okay. Are we ready to move along? I'm, I'm asking that question like there's somebody else here. Want to make sure they don't have any other points to say. Uh, but yeah, we are going to move along uh, to... The last category of the day, which is the walk-off. So chat, uh, hopefully, most of you know how this works by now. Uh, give me your favorite bets of the day. Uh, give me a money line, a run line, a total, a team total, a nerfy, a yearfy, a player prop, whatever it is. Uh, let me know what the play is, and let me know what the price of the play is. Is it a plus 150? Is it a minus 200? Is it a minus 110? Uh, let me know what the price is. If I don't get the price, it doesn't go in the poll. Uh, so here is the video clip. The walk off. The 1-1 one, one pitch. A swing and a drive to deep right. Away back. Goal! And let's see what we've got. Uh, so see a Dodgers Phillies under nine and a half at minus one fifteen from Big Dream. Uh We'll take the Orioles plus one and a half at minus one ten from Sugar White. Uh, M Crane's got the uh, the hockey locks. Sweden minus two and a half. Uh, although we're going to go baseball only in this poll. Although I'm uh, secretly Swedish, so let's go Team Sweden. Um, we'll go uh, Marty. Which which White Sox game? There's two White Sox games. Uh, we'll take I see I see Cohen. First time chat throwing in a resident sleeper. Uh, we'll go Detroit Tigers money line plus one sixty. It's gonna be such a boring game. It's gonna put you to sleep. Uh, we'll take the Twins money line at plus 105. And one more. Let's take the uh, Cubs money line at minus 120. Oh, that wasn't Resident Sleeper. You're completely right. That's that's a, that's a Craig Asim. I was I was confused. I was like, that doesn't make any sense. Why is that Resident Sleeper? It's not. I'm a. I'm a failure as a streamer. It's been nice knowing you, chat. All right, but anyways, poll is up. No, Craig. Craig has it makes a lot more sense. Okay. Uh. Anyways, so I need to take a quick peek and see uh, where some of these lines have settled. All right, yeah, let's, uh, okay. Got my pick. I'm going to go with the over. Seven runs. 
in the game today between the Minnesota Twins and the Kansas City Royals. Uh, so we've got two pitchers who have pretty decent face stats on the mound this year. Uh, we've got Bailey O'Bear coming back from the injured list. Hasn't made a start since the month of April uh, for the Twins. He's been pitching well. I, maybe I need to change my evaluation on him. He's a guy that I haven't been impressed with really ever watching him, but he he performs well. He just he kind of just gets the job done. He's a he's a huge dude. He's like 6'9", 260. Um doesn't have crazy stuff. But as a 6'9" righty, he's just got like a really strange and unique arm slot and delivery. And and pitcher uh, hitters can't really figure it out. Uh but I'm I'm not a big Bailey O'Bear fan. Uh and then you've got Brady Singer. Uh, yeah, no, and Pop Papu is definitely a resident sleeper, like IRL. Uh that would actually be funny. Make like a Papu resident sleeper emote. Uh you got Brady Singer on the mound for the Royals. Uh who also rocking a rocking a what looks like a good ERA this year. Two eight four in the bigs. Uh he's only made one start. That was back on May seventeenth. Had a couple of relief appearances. He's a guy, uh, super highly regarded prospect uh, coming up last year or the year before. Hasn't had a ton of success in the bigs before this year. I mean, he he pitched basically a full season with the starts last year uh, with a 4-9 ERA. Definitely had a walk problem, had a contact problem. But it's been better this year. So maybe, maybe that's going to be where he's at but i i kind of i kind of don't like it and the model doesn't like it either i think it's seven with these two pitchers i i think that there's so much room for um so much room for for little things to go wrong for for some runs to get scored on these guys at seven like you're, you're telling me that obear and singer are at seven whereas like there's so many better pitchers with higher higher totals on the board i i don't like why is why is this the lowest total like i guess i know i know why it's because these offenses aren't great oh also no buxton for the twins actually hold on scratch that scratching this pick refresh the lineups no buxton for the twins can't take the over with no Buxton in the lineup. That offense, the offense just completely falls apart with uh, without Buxton. So let me go find uh, option number two. Apologies for the confusion. Okay, one second. I think I know where I'm going. Just gotta just gotta check something real quick. What is this number at? Okay, yeah. Update. Uh we're gonna go to the Rays and Orioles game. Uh, we're going to take a raise team total over four and a half at minus 133 or minus 134 now. Line moved as I was trying to lock it in by ascent. Uh, but raise team total over four and a half against Spencer Watkins. So Watkins is another guy that I'm not a fan of. He He's a guy I, I hate pitchers in this like style of pitcher who who are like pitch to contact guys who also have control problems 
Watkins has 14 strikeouts in 30 innings this year, only had 35 in 54 innings last year. So he's he's a pitch-to-contact guy. He's given up more than a hit per inning this year, gave up way more than a hit per inning last year. Given up a walk every other inning this year as well. Got a bit of a home run problem, allowing five of them in 30 games, or in uh, in, in 30 innings. So... I, uh, this is another play that I really like. So the model likes the over, just in general, in this uh, in this Rays-Orioles game. Has it at uh, about 5.8 for the Rays. So even a 5.5 at plus money, I don't hate it. I would rather pay the minus 133 for the 4.5 because 5, 5 does feel like a pretty, a pretty reasonable number for this game to end at. Uh, but I like, I like the Rays with just the amount of... I, I guess I guess with the amount that they strike out, the amount that they love to swing against a guy like Spencer Watkins, uh, I think that that it really plays up for the Rays. Just a guy that's easier to hit, you're going to strike out less against him. Uh, wind blowing out, yeah, a little bit, six miles an hour out. So uh, so nothing crazy. And also for uh, for what it's worth, Watkins faced the Rays three times last year. Two of the starts were absolute clunkers. One of them was excellent. Uh, he threw six innings of four-hit ball, giving up one runs with one run with seven Ks in his first start against the Rays last year. That was the first time he started against them in his career because he debuted last year. Uh, but the other two starts against the Rays, um, and both of these two were in Camden Yards, where they're at today. Uh, four innings, eight hits, four runs, only two Ks, and five innings, seven hits, six runs, four Ks. So I think uh, I think Watkins is going to get hit around. Long story short. So give me the Rays team total over four and a half at uh, minus one thirty three. And no, I I don't want to bet against Kluber. Uh, I think Kluber he, he, Kluber's pitching really well. He had one terrible start against the Angels where he went three innings, gave up eleven hits, eight runs. Uh, but aside from that, he's been excellent. So I think it's just the one start making the the face numbers for Kluber look a little bit worse than than his typical start has been. So I think if if the game goes over, it's much more likely to be because the Rays score a lot than because the Orioles score a lot. That's where I'm at. Uh, so locking that in for myself, and let's see what chat likes. Uh, so right after I got mad at chat uh, for not voting for totals, you're taking a game that you didn't even like as your favorite bet in this in this game. The Dodgers Phillies under nine and a half. I big I feel like big germs bets win like every single time. I think this is at least twice in a row. And like three or four times in in the last week and a half, two weeks. Uh, but it is going to be the Dodgers Phillies under nine and a half uh, as the play of the day for the chat, and that's one that I like. We talked about it earlier. Uh, we all voted on the Dodgers, uh, but it's going to be an under nine and a half. Just looking for the, the best number that you can get. This at. Yeah, you can get this at minus 110. Minus 110 over on Caesars. Don't swell his head. Yeah, he's got a massively inflated ego already, as it is. Uh, all right. So that wraps up the uh, regularly scheduled portion of the stream. Can do a little bit of Q&A uh, about some other random games. Happy to talk about whatever for a little bit. Not for too long. Uh, because we do have a lot of games starting up pretty soon. But I can spend another 10 minutes or so talking about some stuff. Uh, and yeah, Big Jim, I see that, I see that uh, Circa has 10 minus 125. But the, the poll was for the 9.5. So I'm going to lock in the 9.5. 
at minus 110, even though the 10 minus 125 is still technically the better number. Uh, Savannah Bananas, over, under. I would love to go see a Savannah Bananas game. That would be uh, that would be a lot of fun. Any anybody who doesn't know what the Savannah Bananas are should go look them up. They're like a. I don't I don't know what you would call them exactly. I mean, like, they're a baseball team, but they play with crazy crazy rules that make the game like a little bit more interactive with the fans and just much more high tempo and exciting uh do you think the braves are going to sweep in miami uh i i kind of like the braves today i mean model likes them a, just a little bit by like three tenths of a run so I think at, at slight plus money, it, it's probably very slight value on the Braves as a road team. Uh, although, I definitely, uh, Alcantara has been a better pitcher this year than Anderson, as much as I love uh, Ian Anderson. So I I would lean the Braves. Don't, don't know that I want to uh, force a bet there. Uh, Nasradama says, usually only gamble football and newer to baseball. What are some good resources to use? Uh, excellent question. So uh, I think there's a couple things that are uh, important in baseball that are conceptually not things that you care about at all in football. So the the first one is just the differences. I, I guess you, you care about this a little bit in football, but not anywhere near as important as it is in baseball. Uh, and that's the differences in the stadiums. So in football, you you have very standard uh, dimensions on, on all of the fields, right? All of the fields, you have 100 yards to play with, and the end zones are 10 yards deep, and they're 53 yards wide, and and everything. And the only difference is... Is the playing surface, is it grass or is it turf? And then, like, is there weather or, or whatever? Uh, in baseball, the parks play very differently. They're not all the same dimensions. Uh, and especially, it, say, say, in Colorado, in Coors Field. I look over here because that's where Coors Field is. It's, like, right there. Um, but uh, totals, you can have the same teams and put them in different ballparks. And totals can be vastly different, just depending on the ballparks. So getting familiar with those uh, is something that is a must before betting on totals in, in baseball. Uh, the other thing is the importance of handedness in baseball. So as a pitcher, you can either throw right-handed or left-handed, and as a batter, you can either hit from the left-hand side of the plate or from the right-hand side of the plate. And this is another thing that really has a lot of impact on, on the outcome of the game. So, yeah, or you can be a, a switch pitcher. Yeah, there's there's been one switch pitcher in recent times. What was his name? Pat, Pat Videnti or something? Uh, there's a lot more uh, switch hitters. Who can hit from either side of the plate? Um, but uh, so if you're a right-handed pitcher, you typically perform better against right-handed batters, and if you're a left-handed batter, you typically perform better against right-handed pitchers, and and so those those kinds of things are important. Uh, but it's different from pitcher to pitcher. So uh, if you have a pitcher who is very good or very bad against a certain type of handedness, uh, that's, again, something that's important to look at. And just as a, as a base level thing, something that you, can, that you can handicap on to potentially give you an edge. Uh, so resources for that. Um, 
I'm gonna, I'll post a couple in the chat. Uh, so first is this. This is RotoWire. Uh, this is just the, my, my go-to resource for looking at lineups for the day. Uh, so you can see who's pitching. You can see where the game is. You can see some lines. I don't know exactly where they source the lines from. Oh, I guess they're from FanDuel because they say FanDuel. Um, you can see the records. You can see the handedness of all the pitchers and the batters. Uh, you can see the weather in the different games all on there. Uh, and then if you click on individual players' profiles here, you can scroll down and you can see kind of how they do at home versus away, how they do versus lefties versus against righties, that kind of thing. Uh, so I think that's a that's a great quick resource for looking into those kinds of things. For statistics in general, uh, Baseball Reference is an excellent resource and Fangraphs is another excellent resource. And Fangraphs is my personal favorite. Uh, I especially like the like splits leaderboard tool that they have that really lets you mess around with like anything that you want. That's a, a little bit more advanced learning how to use that, but I think that that's an excellent resource as well. And and yeah, people people also like Baseball Savant. Baseball Savant has a lot of other interesting things just about I, I more uh, more visually appealing. I would say, than than fan graphs looking at things like uh, just like like rating batters and pitchers uh, according to a bunch of different more advanced metrics. Uh, but those are those are some different some some good different resources and things to look out for uh, when handicapping baseball. And yeah, if you have if you have any other questions, uh, like like was mentioned earlier. Uh, be sure to hop in the Discord channel that we have. So, I've uh, got a lot of people in there talking baseball. A lot of people very, uh, very happy to answer questions and just talk about, talk about stuff. Uh, I love, I love the community that we have. I really do. It's very, uh, very friendly, very positive, very, uh, very much. Just we want everybody to, everybody to learn, to work together, to make money together, all become smarter and bake the bread together. Uh, did I bet on this Cardinals game? No, I did not. If I, if I did bet on the Cardinals game, it probably would have been on the Cardinals. Model had them by, uh, by 1.4 runs. Although, again, with, with Matt's out, it, it would have been much more a fade on Wilson than, than trusting Matts to do anything. And Matts is gone anyways, so. Yeah, a little, little weird to... Hard, hard, I guess hard to evaluate how good or bad a handicap was on a game like this one. So I'm happy I have no action there. Um... Let's see. Sammy says, Nick, would you let community members hop on stream during the NFL? I probably not. Um, I think if you want to be hopping on streams, the Book It stream is the place to do that. Their, their style is much more bring up a bunch of people, give people an opportunity to make their uh make their case make their pitch do their thing like that uh i think i think with us we're we're typically looking for more as as far as guests are concerned people who are already established uh in making content in some way shape or form whether it's whether it's on twitter whether it's on the book it stream whether it's other other forms of content uh just because we have so few guest slots available looking more for people with uh, an, an established track record on the, on the content side of things. But you never know. You never know. It's, it is something that we've talked about. We just have to make sure it, it gets done in the right way. Um, yeah, very friendly to everyone except for Ben. 
Just kidding. We love Ben. Uh, okay. So I think... I think that's it. I think I'm going to wrap up the stream. Uh, thank you to everyone, as always, for being here. Appreciate it very much. Uh, no stream tomorrow, because it's Monday. It's a travel game. Travel day for a lot of teams. Uh, we'll be back on Tuesday and Wednesday with streams. Not exactly sure who's going to be on. Uh, I'm going to go reach out to Delberto as soon as we get off. Uh, see if he can come on on Tuesday. Hopefully, it'll be a yes. Um, let's see, what else? Oh, also, uh, there's not going to be a stream next Saturday. So Ben uh, is getting married on Friday. I will be streaming on Friday with crabs. Uh, and then I will be going to the wedding after that. Uh, ben, for sure, will not be... I mean, Ben better not be able to stream on Saturday morning. Uh, if he is, he's doing something wrong. And I am uh, not going to run the risk of being too hungover and forcing myself to stream on uh, Saturday. So I'm just going to preemptively cancel the stream next Saturday for that reason. Yeah, wed wedding stream? Maybe. Could go live. Yeah, no, I mean, he's he's going on his honeymoon. Uh, not too long after the wedding. And I'm like, Ben, no gambling, no work, no TikToks. You're just going to go spend time with your wife, enjoy yourself, not stress about anything else. Not the easiest thing to tell Ben. Ben is very... Very dedicated to his craft. Which is good. But uh, but honeymoon is time for time off. Real time off. Uh, so yeah. Thanks again to everyone for being here. Uh, good luck with the bets. I'll see you in the Discord. Uh, we'll see you all on stream again on Tuesday. So have a good rest of your day. And I'll catch you next time.